The world is finally coming to grips with having to live with COVID-19. But what we can't know is what our world will look like in the pandemic's wake. You are listening to Writing the End, a collection of short stories by some of South Africa's top novelists about what society could look like post-pandemic. Open Wide Memory and Speak, a short story by Ken Barris. In the 90 seconds between Kay's last exhalation and the actual moment of his death, he remembers a spray of droplets. They caught the yellow light slanting through the window into the surgery as they snowed around him like fatal starlight. His dentist had removed her mask for a moment and let it dangle round her throat. Why had she done that in the first place? <coughs> it wasn't in fact a sneeze. Or was she one of those miserable people who can't help spraying spittle if they talk? Hard to recall in this fading light. He feels a terrible need to stop time, to clearly see the moment his death was rolled into place. Not that it will change anything now. So he panics, fighting against the melting of his life, panicking even worse than he did against drowning in his lungs. Looking up at the dentist then, he felt a ripple of distaste, a surge of irritation. He was a fastidious man and very neat. Who was she to spit on him? She was a bloody garrulous old woman, maybe 70, long overdue for retirement. And she just had to tell him something about a trip to Italy. Between picking at his teeth with a steel hook and pressing his tie out of the way with her mirror. She had climbed, she said, the 600-year-old steps of the Duomo in Florence, and was extremely pleased with herself. Or was it the Duomo, she asked aloud. One of those magnificent cathedrals, anyway. We saw so many churches, I forget which one it was. But I must say, I climbed it very slowly. She smiled at the thought and began to replace her mask. Then she pulled it down again and added... And then we had the most memorable pasta for lunch afterwards. We don't make it properly here, you know. We use it as a starch and drown it in the sauce, but the Italians use the sauce to flavor the pasta. He felt a mixture of relief and annoyance as she put her mask back on. He manages now, briefly, to stop time. Enough for him to see it distinctly. A fine drizzle of saliva droplets falling gently out of her prattling duomo onto the piazza of his open mouth. Definitely not a sneeze. Now he can rest in the coming darkness. He feels safe now, relieved to understand that fatal point, the moment that triggered his end. But there is one more memory. She straightened up, removed her hook and mirror from his mouth and mumbled something through the mask which he didn't hear. His mouth was tired from being stretched open. Mouths aren't designed to be kept open for minutes at a time. It is unnatural, and his jaw was stiff. He was thoroughly irritated with her. Sorry, he said, I didn't catch that. She took off the mask again. Everything's fine, Kay, no cavities. You have a good strong set of teeth. They'll last for years. End story. End story.